Hello, everyone, and welcome into this keynote of the digitization of the supply chain and the metrics that matter. I'm your host, Andrew Cox, research analyst here at FreightWaves. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Megan Nicholas, who is the senior director of supply chain strategy and planning at Dollar General. Megan, thanks for joining me. Andrew, thanks so much. I'm so excited um, to be with you this morning and talk about supply chain transformations. And um, I think it's a super interesting topic that has probably never been more relevant than it has in a year like 2020. No doubt 2020 has been the year of disruptions. So before we get into what those disruptions have been and some of the strategies that you guys at DG have taken and, and what you would advise people in the market to take, let's give a little bit of background on yourself. I think you're the first person from, from Dollar General that we've had the pleasure of speaking with. So give a little, little bit of background on yourself, how you got to Dollar General and what your role entails there. Yeah, absolutely. So I've spent um, a little over 10 years in the retail industry working in a wide variety of supply chain functions. Um, prior to joining Dollar General, I spent um, seven years with the Home Depot in Atlanta, Georgia, um, really working everywhere from transportation to um, strategy and analytics, um, international. So it was a fantastic role, but excited um, when I joined Dollar General earlier this year to help think through what does that supply chain strategy and planning look like and um, where are we going in the future? Uh, so that's kind of a little bit about me. Well, great. So let's talk about some of those strategies. If you were consulting other retailers, what would be some of those key areas for them to focus on as they digitize their supply chains? Yeah, great question. So when I think about it, there are three major focus areas when you're starting to outline um, that digital transformation or roadmap. The first is really outlining that strategy, taking time up front to understand where are you currently in your process? What's your digital maturity? And really investing time in building out what are the requirements? Where do you have gaps? What are you trying to assess or address? And then finally, are you thinking three to five years out and where do you wanna be and um, what capabilities would you like to have as you look further out? Um, being methodical throughout that entire process is going to make a world of difference when you are talking with uh, your cross-functional partners and really getting buy-in on that roadmap. Um, it's also really important to analyze what is the right investment for your organization? Um, if you take a look at all of the digital technologies that are out there in the world, it can be quite overwhelming. And so making sure that you understand what's the right place to focus for your organization. Um, I love the uh, quote that I've heard in the industry of, if your company's on a bicycle, don't pitch a Ferrari. Um, and I think that's so true. It's important to make sure that you've got the right fit and that you're not um, over-promising to the organization based on where you are today. Day. And then really thinking through as part of that strategy, what's your digital ecosystem look like? Um, the supply chain is made up of lots of different partners. And so understanding where are your um, carriers, where are your suppliers, where are your customers, depending on your um, depending on your industry, where are they in their journey and how does that connect with yours? And, and then lastly, like I mentioned, as you're thinking three to five years out, are you thinking through what does that scalability look like um, for your organization and not just solving for the short term, but is what you're putting in place flexible enough to answer the disruptions of the future that you may see? Um, so that's that's number one. The second is investing and in attracting the right talent. Um, digital talent is different than um, than some of your operational talent. And I think this area is often underappreciated. Um, but if you can put the right systems in place, but you don't have the right talent for your organization, you're not going to be able to realize that digital agility that you're, you're outlining in your roadmap. 
Um, and so just like we mentioned in outlining your digital strategy, it's just as important to take stock of where are you today in um, your digital maturity from a um, people perspective and from a culture perspective, um, because that's going to be an important piece to this puzzle. And then lastly, um, on that same note is once you have those teams in place, what's your plan to cultivate that talent, to keep that talent um, and make sure that you're continuing to invest in them? And then the last pillar, if you will, on kind of my focus areas here would be that internal organizational alignment. Um, having a well thought out um, roadmap that you can kind of run through with your cross-functional peers and get that buy-in um, is a key piece of that journey and making sure everyone understands what does this mean for me? How does it play into what's important for my organization? And then also evaluating how are you going to reduce down those functional silos and create a truly um, collaborative environment. As you want to assess these digital technologies and continue forward in that path, um, you really want to make sure those uh, silos are, are able to be broken down. Um, and so those are, those are really big pieces that are, I think, important piece to the puzzle. And lastly, on internal alignment is, again, not overpromising, making sure you're being really realistic with what's what's feasible in that three to five year roadmap. I like the saying, if you're if you are a bicycle, don't pitch the Ferrari. So it seems that the three areas of focus should be the outlining, the, the strategy, attracting the right talent, and also the internal alignment. Those seem to be three definite core pieces of this. In your mind, let's talk about 2020 for a moment. You mentioned earlier that a year like 2020 makes uh, the digital supply chain ever more important. How has it been this year? How has 2020 made the, the digital transformation even more important? Yeah, so I, I think it's important uh, to note that I think the digital roadmap and the digital transformations have been ramping up for several years. But 2020 being the year and the wild ride that it has been has made it um, increasingly clear that we have to move the supply chain um, into the digital realm. And I think we're, what we're also seeing is a lot of organizations um, seeing disadvantages for not taking that leap earlier in the process. And so I'd say those are kind of the, the keynotes there. Um, but we know business needs and demand is rapidly changing. And so the digitization that you put out there has to be agile to move with your um, organization. And, you know, I'll go back. 2020 has definitely shown us that the industry um, has to be able to um, respond to those trend changes, not only in supply, but in customer preferences, supplier capabilities, and, um, and uh, also the changing demands of the workforce. We've seen all of those things change this year. And so you need your technology to um, be able to adjust with those as we see them happening in the industry. Um, and I would say those problems or disruptions are more vast than we've ever seen them before. And so that's where I would say in 2020, it's a great year to jump in. It's a great year to talk with your organization around how can we invest here? Um, because it's a, it, we're, we're at a good point to where that conversation is definitely um, relevant. And I think 2020 has been that catalyst for a lot of organizations. Megan, taking one look back at your three pillars, that third one there, the internal alignment. I'm, I'm sure when you're trying to get buy-in from your organization that cost savings are paramount or a main pillar 
of that buy-in from the organization. But what other metrics are important when you're articulating the value of the digital supply chains uh, to your organization? Yeah, absolutely. So I think no matter what organization you talk to, they're going to say cost reductions are the most important piece. And I, and I never want to downplay that because I think that is absolutely true. It is an extremely uh, key piece of the equation. However, there's a lot of other values that we look at. Um, how do you improve service level? And in turn, that's going to drive your customer experience. How do you have increased nimbleness and responsiveness that you get from having that real-time visibility? Um, increased efficiencies by adding automation into your supply chain. And then also, you know, a big thing we're, we're all constantly talking about in the industry is meeting uh, sustainability goals. And so how do you have that blended approach across your organization or your um, roadmap that says, let's look at cost reductions as well as some of these um, uh, service and efficiency improvements that create this, in, this um, business case for digital investment? How do you find the right balance there uh, between the cost savings and the service, the service improvement? I mean, how, how do you go about the decision making when, when you're trying to find either to add value in, in either direction? Yeah, absolutely. So I think you start with um, that cost piece really lays the foundation and then you go in and talk through how do you what, what is this going to enable for the rest of the organization? How is it going to help you meet those enterprise priorities? Um, and for most organizations, you know, customer experience is key. And so making sure that you're adding in that what's in it for me component as you think about service level um, and some of those other things that I mentioned, they in most organizations are just as important as um, cost down. You mentioned just a moment ago about knowing where your customers are, knowing where your suppliers are and your transportation providers as well uh, and meeting them at where they are. So how can the different actors in the supply chain integrate better and work together more effectively? Yeah, so I think this is so key in making sure that as you're working with those partners, having good visibility. And I think there's a lot of technology out in the space um, that allows you to have real time, um, transparent information around where are your shipments, both upstream and downstream, um, as well as what information is important uh, as you look at this. That flow of information from all parties quickly is what's going to allow you to be able to adjust and mitigate delays. And so being able to have a, a fluid and a transparent process there. And as I think about it, it's important to involve them as you're building out your strategy. Um, just like you don't want to build out in the silo internally, it's important to understand um, where, where your partners are and have them at the table as you're having this conversation. Because if you go out and you set out um, new technology and all of a sudden the data that you're getting from your suppliers or um, your carriers is is not good, you're not going to get out the benefits that you thought you were going to get to begin with. And so making sure that you have them at the table as you're having that conversation and, and really being able to knowledge share. I think that's one thing we've really seen in the industry is as, as we move further and further down the line with visibility partners, being able to share best practices and what's worked. And I think that that takes out um, some of the difficulties as, as we're all on this learning curve. When, when you guys are rolling out new technologies or adding uh, new technology partners, how do you approach pilots? Uh, it seems to, that would be a good place to try to mitigate some of those potential problems down the road between you know, not having the right data, not having the right visibility, not having the correct access across the supply chain. How, how, how do you approach pilots when it comes to new technology developments? Yeah, pilots are a crucial um, piece to the process. And you, know, you can have a great strategy and you can have all the organizational alignment you need, but then it's really imperative that you plot out the pilots and what's the success 
test criteria that you expect out of those pilots. Um, up until this point, you've, you've basically um, used the data to create a, a well thought out plan, but it's important to ensure that there's this operational reality component to things, um, especially depending on where you are in your digital maturity um, roadmap, it's, it's, it's crucial to understand is what you thought was going to happen actually going to happen? Because I, I think about you've got distribution centers in your network and you maybe open one 20 years ago and you open one five years ago and that technology in those buildings may be different. And so what you see from a benefits perspective is going to be different there as well. Um, and so I always coach people that when you head into these pilots, you also should be open to change and creating an environment within your implementation teams that allows for some level of flexibility, um, especially as you're going through those pilots, when when things come back and they are not as you've expected, what's the strategy to then pivot or how else are you going to see that benefit? Um, just to make sure as you are working with your partners that um, that you have a plan for where do, where do we go from here? Because those pilots are really going to be what tells you, are you on course or are you not? Megan, we know Dollar General has has strived for improving and attaining sustainability targets as, as a major retailer in the country. How can the, the priorities of attaining sustainability and digitizing the supply chain intersect? Yeah, so I would tell you um, sustainability across the industry is um, is shifting. And I think it's a major priority for organizations throughout the industry on how do we get better from a sustainability perspective, both um, socially and environmentally. And so they need to be part of your roadmap here. So in order to make sure that you've fully embedded sustainability in your supply chain, you need that transparent and um, quantitative data. You need to be able to see what's happening. And I think even you, you look at, um, carbon footprint goals and things like that, you've got to have a good understanding of where are you today to be able to set those out there. And I think um, the digital supply chain really helps uh, enable that, that roadmap for sustainability. And so I think the two work really nicely together. We're seeing a lot of uses of digital technology to drive sustainability. Um, we've seen uh, machine learning to identify sustainability risks in the supply chain, augmented reality to understand and enable associate engagement. And then, like I mentioned, the big one, visibility around um, visibility and transparency around your supplier base um, and what's going on there. So I think all those things play nicely into a really um, well thought out sustainability roadmap. Um, and I think as we continue to increase our digital sophistication, um, we can start to see the supply chain become even more uh, sustainable. So Megan, the idea of supply chain digitization or supply chain transformation is pretty broad. Let's be honest. It's, a, it's a, lot, a lot to cover in there. Let's try to get winnow it down and get a little bit more specific. Over the next you know, year or two, what variables or what, what uh, segments of the supply chain do you see transformation happening that's going to be the most impactful uh, for the entire supply chain? Yeah, I think a big piece that is going to be super impactful for the entire supply chain is the use of advanced analytics. I'd say um, that's an area we see expanding across the industry. And there are so many uses as, as we look at that. So um, you're seeing in the industry machine learning for inventory and replenishment strategies, dynamic ETAs and predictions for um, when we're going to see transportation arrive. And then that leads into how do you plan your um, distribution and labor? And then 
even into associate retention. So using that machine learning to figure out what's the best way to keep your associates engaged, keep them at the company. And um, I think also there, there's a lot. I mentioned augmented reality. I think all of those things are going to um, be extremely important. And I think that all starts really with the advanced analytics space and, um, and making sure you've got the right talent in that space to drive that analytics strategy, um, which all kind of connects back to this digital transformation. Yeah, it's, we keep coming back to those three points of having a, having a strong strategy, attaining the right people, and then cultivating that talent throughout and having great uh, internal alignment. seems that we keep coming back to those. Yeah, absolutely. I think once you have those kind of three pillars down, they all really outline what that roadmap and strategy looks like um, that helps, you, helps guide you in, through that entire process. Well, Megan, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. I'm excited and, and hopeful that this uh, relationship can go further. We can talk to Dollar General more often moving into 2021. It's a big year ahead of you guys at Dollar General and, and everybody in the retail industry for sure. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. If you want more retail supply chain insights, you can sign up for my newsletter, which comes out on Mondays and Thursdays. You can go to FreightWaves.com slash communities to sign up for Point of Sale. I'll also be adding a podcast for Point of Sale for the retail community coming up in January. So stay tuned for more on that. And everyone else, enjoy the rest of the show.